0: Hello and welcome to Friars on the Farm. I'm your host, Donovan Jones, and today I'm uh, today I'm joined with uh, my uh, co-host. I think I'm going to have a co-host from now on, uh, Roy Tomlinson. Thomas. Hello, everybody.
1: It. <laughs> don't don't mind uh, the I, stat waves in the background.
0: Exactly why I need a co-host. I can't read or speak. Um, this is my um, this is this is a, basically this is going to be my emergency podcast. So this week. The Tri-City Dust Devils released their roster. And also the Cali League released their uh, All-Star selections. And the Midwest League released their uh, All-Star selections as well. Uh, so I wanted to go over the roster real quick for the Tri-City Dust Devils. And, um, and then I had some notes in, of some of the people returning and some of the new guys. Uh, so let's get started here. 12 pitchers. Right-handed pitcher, Angel Acevedo, 19 years old. And one of the things you can notice about this team is there are a lot of teenagers. And it looks like there's a lot of 20-year-olds. Um, short season baseball is basically for uh, you know some of the new draft picks that, 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 uh, that we sign. And then last year's high school players that were stuck in the AZL League uh, that come forward and play in uh, you know, playing their first affiliated ball. Um, so that's what the Tri-City Dust Levels are for. Right handed pitcher Cole Bellinger, 18, brother of Major League uh, shortstop Cody Bell, first baseman Cody Bellinger. Center fielder, everything. Yeah, he's a, everything.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Left handed pitcher Dan Dallas. Thank, he's thank you, Bullpen Bage. right trying picture, to tell us that uh, Joe Galindo, he, Angela uh, 23, and I, he's returning from last year.
1: Angela and I happened to meet Cole Bellinger um, after the Futures game. Was it the Futures game? No, it was something else. We, we ran last into him. Game. The prospect game, Come yeah, on. last year. In, really? In the store. With she, Dan Dallas. Yeah, so Angela mm-hmm. had, has met Dan Dallas on a few occasions. We were trying to run into them. We saw this group of kids go into the, the Padres store <clears throat> at the stadium, and we walk in there, and he's like, oh, yeah, and this is Cole Bellinger, and this is um, – You're like, Bella, do, go, don't you have a brother? Oh, I knew. When, when they drafted him, I saw that, that note. But, yeah, like you were saying, these a lot of these guys were drafted out of high school or they were signed internationally, so this is their first taste of pro ball. Absolutely.
0: And uh, and so we're going on to right-handed pitcher Jonathan Guzman, 23 years old, and the pitcher with the 80-grade name, Henry Henry, uh, 19 years old. Right-handed pitcher Sam Keating, 19. Right-handed pitcher Nick Kuzia, uh, 22. Right-handed pitcher DMR Lopez, 21. Right-handed pitcher Adrian Martinez, 21. Left-handed pitcher Ramon Perez, 18. Uh, right-handed pitcher Wen Hoon Sung.
1: That's the first Asian, our, yeah, Asian first. player that the Padres have signed, the first Asian uh, amateur free agent.
0: Yes, and this will be his first taste of professional baseball in America. Uh, he was signed from the 23-under uh, team, I think I saw, from Taiwan. Mm. Uh, catchers of Blake Hunt, he's 19 years old. Well, uh, he was
1: signed. He was drafted along with uh, Luis Capusano Yes, yeah, he was
0: the first draft pick.
1: He was picked after Campuzano, but got a bigger bonus. It was interesting at the time. Ah, okay. I got, I got some notes on that down here.
0: Uh, moving on to the catchers. Uh, Jose Lazama, 20 years old. Uh, and for some reason, I got right-handed pitcher Chandler Siegel in there uh, with the catches, but I don't know how the hell that happened. Um, <laughs> K- Kelvin Alacron Alec- yeah, the, on, the,
1: on the infielders.
0: Yeah, now we're. I think that's
1: Alarson, I would guess. Or, Alarcon.
0: Uh, he's 19 years old. Oliver Basby, Basaby, 20 years old. Justin Paulson, 23. Uh, those are the infielders. Outfielders, Luis Asuncion, he's uh, returning from last year, 21 years old. I, I think this is of... his
1: third time going to Tri Cities. Well, and my question here is why didn't he start in Fort Wayne this year? Why didn't he start in Lake Elsinore? I don't know. I mean, he put up pretty good numbers last year, but they must not have seen the growth that they were expecting out of him. Yeah. I mean, That's one thing about the Padres system. There is so much depth. They had two Arizona Summer League teams last year. Yeah. Where do all these guys go? Right. So there's only so much room. So you have guys that are going to be stuck. Either Like last year, Dan Dallas didn't even make a, a roster out of, out of spring training. He yeah, was, not even a midseason. No, he was stuck in Arizona the whole summer. So it's it's rough. Anyway, so finish out the outfielders there. Yeah,
0: Eldemar Burgess, twenty-one. And Trey Carter, twenty-one. And Mason House, nineteen. Big big signing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the notable returning players: uh, Henry Henry for Tri City last year. is the second stint. The uh, eighteen-year-old went two and five with a three-point-four-five ERA and fifty-one and two-thirds innings pitched. He had fifty-two hits, twenty earned runs, forty-three Ks, fourteen base on balls uh, last year. This year he was up for five uh, five games in Fort Wayne early, and I was really excited when that happened. But in the 16th and 13th, he's pitched 12 base on balls, 14 earned runs, and
1: only six Ks. Uh, it's cold in in Fort Wayne. <laughs> it is, but he's also really really raw, super young. He's right. got electric stuff, and he's got he looks like Gumby. He's so tall and lean. Um, and he's super athletic, but you see all the walks. So you, the guy's got to figure his command out somewhere. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, Luis Asuncion, outfielder, centerfielder.
0: He was the Northwest League All-Star MVP last year. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, and so, once again, I don't know why. If he, I think it was only a hit. He, he got a game-winning hit. Uh, I watched that game, and it was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty low-scoring game. And he got MVP because he had a home run, maybe a double. Um, Maybe he had some kind of an injury, and he's working his way back off of that. Yeah, I just haven't heard anything about it. Uh, in sixty six, six games last year, two hundred fifty five at bats, had a two sixty seven, three
1: nineteen, and three ninety two slash line. Well, if his Twitter account me- says anything, he puts out these inspirational quotes all the time. So I, I, he's he seems like a really good guy. Yeah. So yeah, you're the kind and of guy. Like where he's at. For. So yeah, <clears throat> I like the attitude. If nothing else. Right, makeup.
0: Makeup is a big thing in the minor. It league. is. Uh, 68 hits, 14 doubles, 29 RBIs, 66 Ks, and 255 at bats. A little high, but that's all right. 17 base on balls. Um, Trey Carter making his way back from uh, back to the Tri City Dust Devils. 230, 303, 372 uh, slash line, oh, 261 um, at bats. He had 60 hits, 11 triples, 6 doubles. 95 Ks and 27 base on balls.
1: Another young guy that is going to find his way. He will. We saw him hit a home run in that prospect game last fall yeah. here in in Petco Park. Another good athlete. He's strong, he's got the good frame, he's super fast. Um, but you see the slash line there. You know, if you if you're not going to perform in the Midwest in the Northwest League, then you're going to come back.
0: Right. Or you're going to yeah, find yourself back in Phoenix. And mm-hmm. and that's the thing, folks, is is you see these nineteen year olds or twenty year olds, they're, they're not all gonna be uh Luis Udias or they're not gonna be a tatises. They're you know, they're gonna most of these guys in the major leagues take time to develop, take years to develop. And um that's just the way baseball goes. That's why it's the hardest sport in the world, and it's my favorite and only sport. Uh rounding it out with the with the guys that are here last year, Joe Galindo, twenty three, he's a thirteen rounder in two thousand sixteen. Last year, 15 innings pitched, 29K, 6 base on balls. Um, not, a bad, not, a, not a
1: bad slash line there. Probably, a, I can't remember from last year, but looked like he was a reliever. He's from the El Paso area. And so when we went out to El Paso, Angela and I went out to El Paso after spring training to watch that exhibition game, and he was actually on the Padres roster and made an appearance in, oh. in the Padres uniform um, in front of the hometown fans. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and Trey Carter this year made... Uh, 31 games in Fort Wayne, hitting 192. Are Sorry, I have an emergency. Emergency? It's the Dodgers and Rangers at the Dodgers. Okay. Well, hold on, folks. This is breaking news about Major League Baseball. And that's Matt Kemp that just totally plowed into the catcher. Yes. And they are going to yeah. Oh, oh bench-clearing okay. brawl. So, yeah. Matt what Kemp being Matt
1: Kemp. Matt it's, Kemp is a bitch. Is he going to be the bell bitch of never? See, that's why we follow the prospects
0: here on Friars on the Farm, because we don't get much of that. Uh, We'll get into that a little bit later on, maybe uh, with uh, San Jose and Lake Elsono Storm. But just to get back to what we were talking about, uh, Trey Carter, you know, 99 at-bats, 19 hits, 39Ks, 17 based on balls. Still a young athletic player that's finding his way. Uh, Moving on to some of the notable newcomers uh dan dallas left-handed pitcher 20 years old seventh rounder in 2016 at a Kansas high school buffalo new york um the arizona is arizona rookie st- four starts 11.2 innings pitched uh pitched uh 16ks with a 3.09 era you know and and, and the uh the stats coming out of the arizona league are, are just what they are you know the starters they go for what two three innings uh, you know they're not there to uh, you know pitch five or six innings. They're they're there to get their work in, you know, and and
1: impress the scouts, impress the organization, and then move on. Um, well, and we don't know what they're really working on while they're there. Right. Maybe they're trying to add a different pitch. Maybe they're right. working on changing up their location, their approach to certain types of hitters. So you can't read the stat lines. I mean, even at these low, the they're like their stat line from last year in in cities. Right. Doesn't necessarily mean that much.
0: Right. Because they're developing. and They're not necessarily going there to win. They're going there to work on a pitch. They're going there. And, and also, these guys are young. So they're they're really building up arm strength, you know,
1: piling up innings, and uh, getting these guys used to professional baseball. Yeah, these kids that are 18, 19 years old, they're not even grown yet. Yeah. Cole Ballinger, right-handed pitcher, 18, uh, 18 years old. Last year, he was a, you know, he's a 15-rounder. So 15-rounders sometimes make it. Uh, I, I think the case with him, though, was that he was kind of a long shot. They weren't sure if they were going to sign him. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those guys that they'll pick later in the draft and then throw some money at to try to sign him away from a college commitment.
0: Interesting. So there could be something there. Uh, in nine, nine games last year, 13 in a third innings pitch, he had eight hits, two runs, and 15K. Um, Sam Keating, a fourth rounder out of Cantonbury High School in Florida, turns 20 in August, uh, you know, and seven starts last year in the Arizona League. 18 and a third innings, 14 on runs, 16 K. Well, you know, at least he's striking out a lot of guys in between giving up lots of home runs. But once again, as we said, it's just it's truly, truly at the fundamental basic uh, development league is the uh, Arizona Rookie League. So Wen Sung, uh basically just making his professional professional debut. I have no numbers for him. Uh, he was our first uh, first Asian uh, signee.
1: And Ho Park, I think, is leading that in our organization. Well, he's the first amateur free agent yeah. that they've signed out of out of uh, Asia. Mm. Um, and they've signed pros, you know, like you said. Right. But he's the first amateur that they brought in.
0: Blake Hunt, catcher's 18 years old. The second round at a matter day high school in Santa Ana. 22 games in the Arizona League, 225, 316, 316 slugging, 29 uh, Ks and 5 base on balls. This is a big sign for us. There's, there was a lot of hype with him getting signed last year.
1: There was. I just pulled up the, um, the bonus. the, the bon- um, He got a $1.6 million signing bonus as yeah. a second rounder, essentially, a competitive balance pick. And he was signed, like I said, he was signed after Capusano. Campusano got 1.3, so he got a bigger bonus, even though he didn't have the same resume and he was drafted later.
0: Right. Probably once again, maybe just to kind of take him away from a college commit, Mm -hmm. get him in the system. Oliver Basabee, 21, uh, shortstop left field, second base. They're just trying to find a place for this guy. Uh, Eighth run out of Venezuela, Faulkner University in Alabama. Uh, Last year, 42
1: games. How how does a guy go from Venezuela to Alabama? I don't know. Maybe he's just proud of Venezuela. Venezuelans got to feel awfully out of place in Alabama. Right, you think he'd be from Florida, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> hey, at least there's Florida, some kind of Latin influence there. To there. Yeah. Oh
0: man, I, you know I, that's going to be a question for him later on in life. Like, hey, so well, Alabama, Alabama, what do you think?
1: We'll have to we'll have to find him on Twitter and DM him and see if we can interview him one of these days and right. just get an answer to that question.
0: Exactly. How was your experience <laughs> in Mobile or um, well, University of Alabama? That's
1: but Alabama. It's Faulkner University that's in right. Alabama, though. So that's often.
0: Probably in the sticks. Anyways, moving on. I'm just getting off base here. Uh, He played a full season last year with 42 games. Hey, don't get too far off base or Eric Lauer will pick you off. Oh, God, that guy's got a really good move too. Um, 272 batting average, 348 and 398 slash line, 162 at-bats, 44 hits, 14 doubles, 24 Ks, and 14 base on balls. That 24 Ks and 162 at-bats, I don't care where you're at, that's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah. not striking out at all. So I love that make a lot of contact. You know, make uh, but having a guy come out of college, a little more, a little more developed, a little more advanced uh, approach. Um, Mason House, left-handed switch hitting, twenty-year-old uh, in, in September at a White House high school in Texas, played thirty-nine games, one hundred and eighty-one plate appearances, two ninety-three, three fifty-four, four sixty-three uh, slash line, forty-eight hits, six doubles, eight triples eight triples for mason house um and
1: 68 k's well and he's a big kid too he's like six foot three so all those triples for a tall guy he can move yeah yeah and 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 here's the thing with the k's is
0: like they these kids are just developing they you know they come out of college sure they may have some kind of idea with an approach um but in the arizona league everyone's an astounding all-star in high school or college and uh, so the playing against that uh You know, the first taste of professional ball, um, the strikeouts aren't really a big deal for me.
1: Well, I remember the book on him when he was drafted. So he comes out of a small school, and he didn't play in a lot of these showcase events. Okay. So they said that he didn't face a lot of premium um, talent when he was coming in high school. Right. So that was one of the challenges in scouting him was he wasn't seeing these high-heat fastballs. He wasn't seeing pitchers that have impressive secondary stuff. So how do you scout – a really good stat line, the body and everything, right. without knowing how he's going test. to perform against... Yeah, so it really was just the eye test. So his first year, now he's facing guys, because you've got pitchers here that can throw 100 miles an hour with no command. Right. You've got guys that can snap a breaking ball off, and that's the only thing that they know how to do. But he's never seen that before, so it's natural that he's going to strike out a ton. Yeah. So now his second time through the league, it'll be interesting to see the adjustments that he makes. If those strikeouts start to go away, starts to draw some more walks, the extra base hits are there.
0: Yeah, the power's there, absolutely. Um, and another outfielder. And and so just getting here is this organization is just chocked full of talent in all levels. I mean, there's guys still in the Arizona League that uh, that haven't seen. Jordy Barley hasn't seen any affiliate ball. Um, Almanzar, Luis Almanzar. Luis Almanzar. He's had he a little taste over at Fort Wayne, I thought. Did he? Yeah, uh, but, you know, soon went back down for, for some reason or, or another. Um, just, we are just, we have a dearth and a plethora of, of talent. So some of these guys are going to stick. Uh, the manager, Mike McCoy, no, not that Mike McCoy, yeah, not, fan. Yeah, Not the former. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I hate even saying that. I apologize. Uh, Pitchy coach,
1: former Padre, he played in the minors for the Padres for a while. He's got Major League Baseball experience. He ended his professional career as a Padre with El Paso. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's an infielder.
0: Uh, pitching coach Giancarlo Alvarado, hitting coach Pat O'Sullivan. Pat O'Sullivan sounds familiar. Not Pat Sullivan. That's okay. I'm the Grossmont <laughs> alum, East County boy here, guys. Um, and he was a pitcher anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the field coach Oscar Salazar, um, athletic trainer uh, David By- Bryan. Sorry, Brian. David Bryan, strength and conditioning, Corey Mesner, the video uh, coordinator, Noah Hilton. They're going to open up the, uh, the Northwest League season with, uh, with the first of the five-game series at Salem-Kaiser. The Dust Devils' home opener is June 20th against the Spokane Indians. They'll play 11 out of their first 14 games on the road. Learn the road, boys. Get your splits up. Get them early. Um, but we'll play the 19 of the 27 games at home in August. So that's the Tri-City Dust Devils. I have been a big fan, and I, I followed so many of those games last year and tweeted so much um, that the, you know, the, the, the whoever holds their Twitter handle uh, invited me and my wife, Liddy Lurie, uh, up to a game oh yeah yeah well and you know and I'm like honey we gotta go they just invited us and my wife's like okay sure Um, someday I would like to make it up there definitely because it's only like a two hour plane ride from uh, San Diego up to uh, the
1: Tri-City area in uh, eastern Washington Um, moving on well I can I I saw you mentioned Salem-Kaiser Salem-Kaiser is right on the I-5 corridor between Portland and Eugene okay so that would be like if you want to do a road trip up to go see the Mariners so you've got Salem-Kaiser and then Spokane up in Washington that's that's right on the i five as well. Oh, we're getting okay. over to Tri Cities. That's you got to go over the over the Cascades, and it's I mean that's like another five hours out out of the way.
0: But but me grandiizing everything would be like I'm going to be welcome as a like a like some grand. Fan, I don't know. No, here's what you do. You tell them, "Hey,
1: I've got a podcast. I think I've got a couple listeners. Can I get a press pass? And they'll issue you a press right. pass. A Especially couple listeners at, these, is- at the low minors. I mean, you never know. What's right. the worst? They say no. Right. And then you can go you inside with Chris with- King. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, and they throw a free pizza out there in the press box. Man, it's nice. I can crush some <laughs> pizza.
0: Uh, anyway, so that, that's that's fishing out the uh, the tri city Dust Devils roster. Uh, they start this Friday, day after tomorrow. Uh, definitely get a chance to watch several of those games when they, I think they televise at, uh, at Eugene. I think they televise in uh, Hillsboro.
1: Okay. Because that's where they had
0: the All Star game the last year. hops. Yeah, hops. Um, So there's a couple of places up there that you get to see it on MILB TV. And if you guys don't, you know, for you uh, prospectophiles, as I like to call ourselves, or at least myself, uh, if you don't have the MILB TV uh, package, you got to get it. It's 12 bucks a month. You get um, all the minor leagues, but if you follow the Padres, you're going to get Tri-City Dust Devils. You're going to get a handful of the Lake West North Storm games. Um certainly going to get a, another handful of Fort Wayne Tin Caps games out in Fort Wayne, um, Indiana, and then tons of almost every single double-A game and just about every single triple-A game. Um, so that's my push for the MILB-TV app. I'm a big fan of that. I'll, we'll be watching the the parent club on the TV and I'll be watching any minor league game uh, on my iPad. So moving on the, uh, the Cali league released their all-star selection this, uh, this week. And several of the Lake Elsinore storm were named to the roster. And it's just, it's a list of soon will be or highly possibly could be major league players in the Padres uh, system. Uh, Reggie Lawson, Chris Paddock, A.J. Morihone, Elliot Ashbeck, uh Heidi Potts, Hudson Potts. Um, I just listened to my last podcast, and I kept saying, Hudson Potts. <laughs> oh, God, you know, when you do this by yourself, folks, um, it's really tough to not hear yourself um, <laughs> speak. Now, anyways, uh, anyways,
1: Edward Olivares, Buddy Reed, and Pedro Vila. I like uh, that Olivares and Reed are both in there, you know, the, the yeah. two athletic outfielders that we've got.
0: Yeah. And Alvarez can go get it. I've seen him a couple times in, up in Lake Elsinore, and that kid can, you know, he stole, the, he stole center field away from Buddy Lawson for a little while there, and I know they trade off back and forth, but they can, both those guys can go get it. Oh, yeah. Um, Reggie Lawson ranks fifth in the league with a 2.48, uh, uh, 2, excuse me, 2.84 ERA in 57 innings and 11 starts. He's 4-2, 57 strikeouts. Uh, right-handers are hitting only a two eighteen against him. Um, has the last five quality starts from him have been just fantastic? It's like he hit a groove. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great to see. And Chris Paddock, who has just come back from Tommy John surgery, uh, is just a strikeout machine. He sports a one point nine three ERA in seven starts with sixty one strikeouts and just two walks and thirty seven in the third innings. It's insane. God, he's just a you know. when you see him pitch. I saw one of the one of the games on the MLB TV app. Uh, the movement on his pitches and the mix of his pitches is just phenomenal. It looked Major League. Yeah, that fastball just darts in on righties at the end. Oh, That's my God. It's sick. The, the changeup. Um, he didn't allow a single run in, the, in his first five of his last uh, – excuse me. In his first five starts, didn't allow a run, including a stretch of 24 and two-thirds scoreless innings before surrounding his first earned run. Left-handed hitters are batting just 130. That's 7 for 54 against him. And it's even better with runners in scoring position with a .12 BAA. What's a BAA? Batting average against. Batting average against. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So look for him to move up pretty quick. But uh, he got his first all-star all uh, All-Star selection. AJ moore the lefty in his 3.66 ERA, comes in in the 10th. Uh, in the league in strikeouts with 54 and 51 and two-thirds innings and 10 starts. His best start came May 9th with seven shutout innings at the Diamond. Right-handed hitters are hitting a pity, pityance, what did I write here? A piddly 218 against him. I love Adrian morahone um, the last time we were up there, you know, he didn't have such a great start. And, uh, you know, it seemed to me that he might have had a little bit. He was down on himself and uh, might have had a
1: little bit of a, um, I don't know, I would just he was a little surly for me. Well, I kind of like that. I want a pitcher who's a bit of a red ass out there. Right. Like right. You, we we watched um, we watched Jake Peavy pitch for all those years. And scream when he was good, he would scream at himself. Right. And when he was bad, he would really be mad at himself. <laughs> yeah. I like that better than... Now, granted, when you get the guys that go out there, they're really level. And it's right. when it's good, get it's Eric bad. Powers. They're just, you know, that's fine. But you gotta have somebody that's got some fire out there and I yeah. love that. So yeah. right now he's young. He's what? Is he even twenty-one yet? No, he's not nineteen. He's 19. nineteen. So he's got he's got a lot of growing up to do physically yeah. and mentally. Yeah. And that's part of his development as a baseball player. But and he's got the talent and he's just he'll learn how to keep, how to reel it all in. I like yeah. that. I like taking a, a wild Bronco and having to tame him a little bit. Rather than taking a tame horse and trying to teach him how to be aggressive, right?
0: Show some emotion, and you, we're gonna yeah. like that when we have that emotion. Popping the glove, coming off the up the mound, you know, mm-hmm. or fist in the air. Jose Fernandez
1: comes to mind yes. to me. Somebody that showed a lot of emotion out there.
0: Yes, the uh, the lone reliever in this is Elliot Ashbeck uh, with 21 appearances out of the pen. The six three righty sports a 2.58 ERA, whipping 40 in 38 and a third frames. He's had two perfect innings this season against San Jose, a league rival. Um, getting five Ks and six outs that he pitched. That, we um, were a game there a couple, several weeks ago when they were playing uh, the San Jose.
1: What's their name? The San Jose. They're, they're the Giants.
0: They're the yeah. San Jose Giants. Where I think it was Edward Olivares hit a home run. And he came back around and got to the plate. And the catcher said something. And he said something. And all of a sudden, bench is clear. Um and, you know, no, no scuffling, just seen you know, a lot of words. But, you know, benches cleared. In the minor leagues, you know, uh, we were all excited. We're like, yeah, there's a brawl. We love base brawls. Um, but later on in that game, one of their guys uh, hit a home run off of Darius Valdez, uh, the flame-throwing uh, right-hander out of, out of the – Jesus, the guy's a beast. <laughs> Six-foot-eight, whatever. Just throwing BBs. Um, he hit a home run. And then he, when he got to the plate, had said something to our catcher, um, I, think might, I think it might have even been Austin Al... Marcus... Marcus Green. Pardon me. Um, and all of a sudden, boom, bench is clear again. When no punch is thrown, but, like, there's a rivalry there. And I like rivalries in baseball. Uh, certainly don't have much rivalry other than lip service to anything on the Major League level. But definitely in Lake Elsinore and, and San Jose, they don't seem to like each other. And... Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, it was nice seeing that aspect get those the nice five strikeouts and the six possible outs that he got um, moving on to where am I at now here Uh oh, Hudson Potts 19 year old stud uh, starting in the lineup. he's the starter in the lineup so he's starting a lot of these other players won't be starting but I'm sure they'll get in he's our starting third baseman for the Cali League all-star team pardon me strike that reverse it He's the DH. Hmm.
1: That, I can't read. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. It's interesting where they read where it says DH. I wonder where they've got him as DH base.
1: instead of third base. Because when you watch him field a third base, he is fluid. Yeah. He's got the arm. Yeah. He's got the athleticism. Yeah. And he is, he is impressive defensively, as yeah. well as at the plate. But yeah. that's all right. I'll take an all-star anyway you can get him. I'll start at 19.
0: God, I was a mess at 19. I don't even want to talk about me being 19. Uh, Anyways, Is that why
1: you were calling him Hudson Pot? God, Hudson
0: Pot. Yeah, it was a lot (laughs) worse than Pot when I was 19. Um, But I digress. Uh, All-star team, you know, just 19. 29 extra base hits. Third in the league. uh, Team leading 10 long balls. His best game came against the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Cucamonga! Uh, Going 4-for-4 with two doubles and a dinger. Yes, that was my favorite. Krusty... Uh, he always says "Cook and Manga." Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Edward Oliveras. Um, he'll be reserved this year, but you know, once again, another young guy um, came over in the Young Ever Solarte oh, trade. The Solarte trade. That's yes. right. Um, another, another talented, speedy outfielder.
1: Um, he's had 21 multi-hit games this year. Has made almost every game, only missing two. Yeah, he's kind of lived in Buddy Reed's shadow this year. Yeah. He's had a very nice yeah. season. It's just Buddy Reed is tearing up the league right now.
0: Guys, speaking of Buddy Reed, Cal League April Player of the Month and two batters of the week awards. Uh Buddy Reed leads the league in batting at 338 and hits 80 and stolen bases 29. I think he
1: might have got number 30 tonight. I'm not sure. Um, yes, he's at least a 30. I saw that. I think, yeah. I, think I saw that yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was a couple of days ago. Uh, Reed's breakout season includes 24 multi-hit games, 13 of which were good for three hits or more, and a stretch of six consecutive multi-hit performances. The 2016 second-round pick out of Florida has been named
1: starter for the All-Star game. Whoop! That's awesome. That's so nice. Now Buddy Reed, when he was drafted, he came out of Florida, I mm-hmm. believe. He did. And he was one of these guys that's he was an athlete. He grew up playing all these different sports, but nobody was sure if he was gonna be able to hit mm-hmm. As he developed as a baseball player.
0: And last year he didn't
1: kind of not hit yeah, it. Yeah, last year he didn't hit. Right, it took a little bit this year and they were working on mechanics. I read an article, I want to say on The Athletic, I think it was a Dennis Lynn article, okay, about how he changed his mechanics, how he was able to shorten his swing, clean up his mechanics a little bit. And about his his development just within this season, and you watch that he started off a little bit rough, and then all of a sudden just turned it on. And it hasn't stopped. And it it hasn't has not stopped.
0: stopped. I read today Anthony Contreras was saying how he's now uh, also choking up on the he's bat. Choking up, so yeah. So he's getting that bat head through. And I, God, I, and I tell, I said this last time, I said this on the first podcast. If we can get this kid going with the bat and it stick, um, look out, Manuel Margot, look out. Francie Cordero, pardon me. Look out, Major Leagues, because we can have ourselves a five tool <laughs> star player. Mm-hmm. Quiet, you. Sorry, the, uh, the women folk are in the other room making fun of us. So the stat bad. babes are not even at the table, so you're now it women. Isn't, and women. It <laughs> isn't this much better than the last two episodes no. by myself? It's just so much better. Um, anyways, Pedro Avila. Had six quality starts leading the team in quality starts. Had pitched seven innings in four of his last ten starts. His best came uh, best game came April 14th. Me and my wife, Liddy, were at this game where he pitched seven one-hit ball against Lancaster. Um, it was just a dominant performance. You know, Riley's only hitting 207 against him. He seems to have digressed. I think his last start, he gave him some runs. Uh, he's kind of been consistent, but we were at that game in April, and I was like, this is the... You know, this is the page reveal that we were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year, like I said, this last podcast, again, um, you know, started in, in Lake Elsinore last year. Went down to, to Fort Wayne. Did really well.
1: Struck out 17 in one game
0: I, in I, Fort Wayne. I, you know, and you remind me. I watched that game, too, on the MLB TV app. Mm. Um, I got to stop saying that.
1: Um well, and, maybe they'll start paying you because you're right. so many plugs. <laughs> hear that, minor Once baseball. you get thousands of listeners on your podcast, <laughs> um, well, now I only got 16, I think. Um, That's a start.
0: It, it is a start. Anyway, so we were I, we were there last year, and he was just dominant. i uh, sorry, a couple of weeks, several several weeks ago in April, um, pissed really well, hard curveball, the breaking stuff was there, the command was there, everything was there, and he just put it together that game.
1: What I've seen from him is that he tends to fade. Yeah, he'll he'll go through the lineup once or twice really strong, and then he'll start to fade. So his good appearances are where he keeps that going through five or six innings. Right. If, if right. he starts to fall apart in like the third or fourth inning, that's where the the rate numbers start to go up. Right. But he's got all the talent. It's just a, again a matter of figuring out the mental side of how to be able to do that, get through a lineup all those times, keep your focus, keep your energy level up.
0: Mixing the pitches and not you know not letting those. The hitters see the same pitch sequence twice, or even you know once or twice through the mm-hmm. lineup, um, and we got him for a song with Derek Norris. Derek Norris, yes, and, uh, and you know he's twenty one years old. I said this last week was, uh, you know, if leave him, leave him out there, let him start, and if he doesn't stick as a starter, and believe me, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of these starters aren't going to be starters in the major leagues. A lot of these guys are going to fall off when they get into. Into you know the into, into advanced A into double A AA, into triple A where well, they become solid bullpen pieces, um, so I, I say keep him there, let him start the rest of the year. Uh, it, when he makes it up to double A, if he starts to falter, you know then we could look at maybe having a bullpen piece. But he has all the tools, he has all the pitches there. He just needs to put it together. Um, moving on, uh, going from top to bottom, but not necessarily last. Actually, last uh, the fifty fourth. Midwest League All-Star Classic is June 19th at the home of the Lansing Lugnuts. Um, <clears throat> it's the Fort Wayne Tin Caps
1: All-Star selections. I think this should pretty much just be the Fort Wayne Tin Caps against the rest of the Midwest League. Jeez, right? <laughs> and with our pitching staff in that lineup, it, just be, it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be fair. Um, you know, so we've got to have some token players from the other, the other teams around the league in the All-Star game?
0: <laughs> yeah, just
1: to make it fair.
0: <laughs> um, uh, so making it, rounding out that squad is Luis Caposano, Aaron Lesher, Mick, uh, Nick Margovicius. I like to call him Nick Margovicius because he's vicious. Uh, Travis Radke, um, Luis Caposano, catcher, 19 years old, second round uh, pick, 39th overall, was the first catcher taken in the 2017 draft. <sighs> That's a mouthful. Uh, 38 games this year, he leads the team caps with a 278 average, 359 OPS, and a 391 slugging. Three dingers, four doubles, and 22 RBIs. He has a 13% strikeout rate, which is very good for a player two years younger than the league average. You know, remember, this guy's 19 years old playing full, full affiliate ball. Um, and it's the ninth lowest in K rate in the league. He's thrown out six and committed only one error. So there's a lot to like there. You know, and once again, you know, in, in the minor leagues, you want these guys to do well you want them to do well and a lot of people say well they're in the minor leagues it doesn't matter what matters because they're not going to leave Fort Wayne if they you know if they're hitting 210 you know with a horrible slash line and um so it's good to see the young player full affiliate ball make his first all-star team Aaron uh, Aaron Aaron Lacer rhymes with Glacier 22 years old the sixth round out of 2017 draft With a fastball slider changeup mix, he scored on the team. He's second, excuse me, on the team in strikeouts with 54 and 52 and two-thirds innings. He's walked only 19, has a 3.08 ERA, seventh best in the league. He's second in the league with a three FIP, Fielding Independent Pitching. Uh, These are things the pitcher has most control over, strikeouts, unintentional walks, hit by pitches, HRs, basically every time the balls hit in play. That's what FIP stands for. Uh, he carries a 24% K rate, allowing only one HR, which is nice. I think he's a bullpen guy that comes out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick Margavicius, Matt Margavich. Okay, honey, we're almost done. Uh, going under Travis Radke. So yeah, that's uh, get back to Nick Margavicius. 21 years old, has done nothing but impress since being drafted in the seventh round, picked last year. At a Ryder University, he's a top in the leaderboard with strikeout-walk ratio, 7.22, and a 2.27 FIP. Also leads the league with his fastball-curveball changeup mix. He struck out 65 batters in his 51 innings pitch with a minuscule 9 walks. He's punched down 30% of the batters he's faced. 30%, folks. Uh, you
1: ain't getting a hit off this guy. Forty percent walk rate. It's the second best in the league. So next year he'll be the Chris Paddock coming coming up to Lake Elsinore. Yeah. With that kind of dominant performance.
0: Yeah, he he he. I watched a lot of him and paid a lot of attention to him last year in, in Tri Cities, and it was he was just blowing those. He was a big fist in a very small pond mm-hmm. up in Tri Cities,
1: and you'll we'll uh, probably see him. You know, once when Paddock moves up, he yeah. might be the guy to take his spot. Yes,
0: it would be nice. Um, Travis Racky, 25, 25th round pick in 2014. He's been, you know, the go-to guy in the Tin bullpen this year. This is his second uh, stint with Fort Wayne. After his first in 2015, he made it to Lake Elsinore before being slide-lined with Tommy John in March of 2016. That's all right. The University of Portland product has 14 saves this year, and third in the league. His FIP is 1.69, is the lowest in the circuit for pitchers with 30 or more innings pitched. So he's the lowest for all relievers. Um, he has a 1.97 ERA and a best 50
1: Ks in only 32 innings. Machine. Uh, with, well, he's, he's 25. He's old for the level. You know, you said Tommy John. Right. Uh, but it's he's finally having that breakout year that they were hoping he'd have for a while now. Yeah. The, he, go on. I heard an interview. There, there was an interview with him with the, um, the Tin Caps media people that they posted as a podcast And it was—he's a really good interview. He's a very cerebral pitcher. He watches how the guys take their swings on the on-deck circle to try to find what their bat plane is, and to try to think of how he wants to attack those hitters. He keeps a notebook of of the of the hitters that he's faced, so he knows he's like he's building his own book. Yes, You talked. He referenced Jamie Moyer in that, so I'd like to think that he's that same kind of mental. Right, picture.
0: doesn't throw you, doesn't kill you with gas, but will pitch you like mm-hmm. you'll compete. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the same article too, as well. That was our, I saw the same thing with with uh, Travis. Um, he's only allowed one homer this season, and his debut game on April tenth, and has not had one since. Um, so that's the that's that's Tri City Dust Devils. That's the Midwest League uh, Tri City. Uh, all star, you know, all star picks. Uh, that's covering the Midwest League picks for the the
1: Storm. So this just today, the uh, the Double A Texas League announced their All Star Game roster. Yeah. And so we've got Padres representatives there. Uh, to no surprise, Fernando Tatis Jr. is to the headliner. You. Josh Naylor, who is interestingly, he's selected as an outfielder, not first baseman. Left fielder, Austin Allen. Ty France, who seems to lead lead all of baseball in hit-by-pitch, but he's having a (laughs) really good year. He's a great
0: PCO of the Padre Um, minor leagues.
1: And then the pitchers, Logan Allen, Cal Quantrill, Rowan Wick, and Brad Week. God, my mouth just waters with those names. They are...
0: (laughs) There is so much lava right there. Not like that, very lava-y. Hot, molten, magma. Um, And I was trying to wait for that to come out so I can add that to this little emergency pod. You know, as a minor league podcast, our emergency pod is, well. look, it's the All Star team. Oh, look, a new roster came out. Um, and then it all hits all at once. And then, damn, if I didn't, you know, <laughs> I was here tonight. We did, you guys, they did their thing. And uh, I was going to wait to do it, but, you know, they came out with it today. And Kevin Charity, you were right. Uh, it did come out on Wednesday. Uh, I didn't wait. Uh, and so thank you for that. Um, I want to thank madfriars.com and John Conniff and all those guys over there for uh, allowing me to, uh, to get a lot of this content from those guys. Um, i also like to give a shout out to, um, to the EBT guys, uh, James Clark over there and Patrick Buer at the East Village, uh, East Village Times. Uh, they allowed me to glean some information from those guys too. Um, and that's where you know, I get my information from those guys, and uh, I'm very appreciative of that. Listen to uh, – if you get a chance, listen to the EBT podcast, a solid podcast. Um, James and Patrick are incredibly knowledgeable. They have lots of good interviews with, with, with the field, uh, with the correspondents from Baseball America, MLB Pipeline. Um, they're always having the Mad Fire guys on there.
1: Eric Longenhagen Eric Longen F- who covers a lot of the minor leagues. Yeah, and
0: he loves the Padres, so he loves mm-hmm. coming on and talking about the Padres. Um, I want to give a shout-out to those guys and thank them very much for uh, for their support of – me getting this content well that's it that's our emergency podcast i want to thank my co-host now co-host roy you can find him at zippy underscore tms and you can find me donovan jones at sd donovan and that's it go padres go padres